Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Let's get ready to rumble! Senior Nation jam-packed show today. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday, hump day! Favorite day of the week. What is cooking, guys? This is the Power Hour. This is the Idea Show. Welcome For the next 60 minutes, we are going to try to get some idea flow going, okay? Not just from myself, not just from Jason, not even just from our guests, but let's get some ideas going in the chat, guys. Let's go. Air horn on that one. Uh, If you have stocks, you're looking at tickers, you are trading things that are on your radar, drop them in the chat. Uh, I think we might be opening it up for some user calls later today, Uh, but but let's do the full preview. Uh, so, so I've got two stocks to talk about right up on the top. These are two stocks that I currently own. So let's go ahead and let's get into those. Uh, I'm going to kick this one off with, with, with first stock of the day, okay? We, we, we don't just talk about positions when they're up that we have. We, we talk about them when they're down two. I'm going to throw this one out there. Ticker T-I-G-R, Tango India Golf Romeo. This is a stock that I own. This is is basically the Futu competitor. This is the Robin Hood of China. Um, Stock is off 6% today. The the reason why we bought this stock is, let me zoom us out in the chart. Check that out. Look at how crazy this ticker went. Okay, we, we saw the share price go from five bucks to forty bucks, and, and then settle out back down in the middle. We, we bought it once the stock had settled back out in in that middle range. Uh, the thesis that that we're buying the stock on one fundamentally strong company. Let, let's go ahead and let's take a look at, at the revenue growth right here. Here's if we look at these past five quarters of revenue growth. Look at that year over year, twenty three to eighty one million dollars of revenue. Okay, fundamentally strong company. Two, we have the Robinhood IPO that's coming out. All right, and in, in, in my hope, the reason why I picked this one in particular is because we saw all the energy, we saw the crowd get behind this name, uh, and, and we saw what happened to the share price after that. I want to catch like a, like a second wind of this one. Again, that, that, that's why we picked Tiger as, as sort of our Robinhood IPO play. Um, the news today, why is the stock down 6% today? Not, not too long after we gotten into it. Goldman Sachs came out with a sell rating on the stock. But 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 so so not good, right? Goldman Sachs, their, their recommendation coming out with the sell. Analysts love them, hate them, whatever you say. That that that's their call. Goldman Sachs coming out with that sell rating. But but here's what's a little bit tricky is is they also announced a twenty one dollar price target, twenty one dollars and ten cent price target to be specific. And if you look at where the stock is at, I'm going to zoom in. This is a two day chart. Okay, rating was out somewhere around here. The stock was actually below twenty one dollars. So, so when they came out with a sell rating and a $21 price target, the stock was somewhere at like $19.50 or, or somewhere along those lines. I mean, I mean, if, if we look out over the past month, it, it was like a full week ago that, that, that the stock was uh, uh, above $21. So, so it's a little bit of a, a mixed message there out of Goldman. Uh, basically, the, the concerns that the Goldman analysts came through with were, were about margin. It was about the, the company competing with Futu, which is another publicly traded company, another good partner of Benzinga's. 
uh, for full disclosure. Um, but, but, but the company's ability to compete with Futu also concerns about margins and, and the company's ability to, to expand margins rapidly enough. Uh, again, for me, that doesn't matter a ton. Uh, I, I, I've got two catalysts that I'm waiting for. One is I, I'm hoping that the Robinhood IPO is gangbusters, and this should lift this stock. Again, if I zoom us out to the one-year chart, we saw how Haywire shares went. I want to catch a second wind of that. Two, uh, earnings numbers. We, we, we should get some blowout earnings results. Uh, we'll, we'll be expecting them sometime in, in early, mid-August. If you think about what happened in the world uh, in, in the quarter that we're going to be reporting, okay, this is the quarter that, that, that's April, May, June. Um, think of what was happening to markets, right? Crypto markets were going crazy. Bitcoin was at all-time highs. Altcoins were going crazy. Plus, the stock market was ripping. I mean, the stock market was at all-time highs. It's still at all-time highs. It's before the world was vaccinated, before we hit that sort of this summer lull. So, so, so we, we should get some strong blowout earnings numbers out, out of Tiger as well. So for that reason... I'm, I'm saying, Goldman, I'm sticking in this one. To, despite the sell-off, despite the 5% hit you are delivering me today, uh, and, and that that's my story, and that's where I'm going to sit. First stock of the day, TIGR, um, up FinTech Holdings. I'm going to throw this one out to the crowd, out to the group, guys. You, you heard my case as to why I'm in the stock. You know the catalyst that I'm looking for. We talked about the downgrade that it got. If you guys had to pick one way or another, I want to crowdsource this one. Let's get some ideas going. If you had to pick one way or another, uh, would you hit this thing long or would you hit it short? Give me the one in the chat if you like it. Give me the two if you don't. This is no, uh, you know, this is this is no third party. You know, we're sitting out on the sidelines. You know, we're libertarians. We're not going to support either candidate. Pick one way or another. It's an active show, active involvement. Want to see where everybody is at, and whew. There, there, there's, there's my opening rant for the day. All right, so, so, so there's the move there. If you guys are just joining us, this is the Power Hour. This is the Trade Idea Show, um, and and we're gonna keep the idea flow going. Uh, ideas not just coming from myself, not just coming from our guests. Most importantly, coming from all of you out there in the chat. So if you have tickers that you're looking at, like I see a BAC in there. Bank of America. I'm writing that one down. We'll get to Bank of America today. Uh, if you if you have other tickers that you like, drop them in there. I wanna I wanna see where everybody's at. We're jam packed today. I I just talked about the the first symbol on my list, Tiger. Crowd doesn't love it. I'm sticking to my story. Um, other tickers on the agenda today. I've got a Bank of America written down. I've got a Tesla written down. Uh, I've got a Palantir written down. Um, and then we have a, a big interview coming up in a minute as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm really excited to bring this company on. They had some interesting news come out today. So, Luke, I, I think we should just get straight into it. Tired of getting left behind on winning trades? Join Benzinga's free masterclass on July 24th to learn how to spot breakout trades before they skyrocket. Featuring live interactive lessons on how to trade meme stocks, read charts, identify trends, and so much more. To register for free, go to events.benzinga.com. Greg, coming to us from Home Medical, welcome to the Power Hour. We are happy to have you here today. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are things in your world? And, and where in the world are you coming to us from? Doing great. I'm in the Cincinnati, Ohio area. All right. Not far. We're up here in Detroit, Michigan. I don't know how much of my background you can see, but we've got a nice, lively, sunny Detroit today. 
Yeah, good. Yeah, it's nice here today also. Awesome. And for, for everyone out there in the chat, the ticker is QIPT, Quebec, India, Papa Tango. And Greg, before we get into it, uh, could you just give us a little bit of background on yourself and on the company? Yeah, sure. So Quiptone Medical is a full service home respiratory provider. Uh, we provide uh, uh, respiratory devices to patients inside their home. Uh, we're currently in 15 states in that. We've got over 55 locations. Uh, I came to uh, Quipped uh, when I sold my private business back in 2015 to Quipped Home Medical. Uh, shortly after that, I was appointed as COO, took the company through a restructuring. Uh, after the restructuring, I was appointed chairman of the board and CEO. And uh, that's when we really kind of started growing the business. Since that time frame, we've went from about 70 million USD to now a run rate of about 100 to 105 million dollar on the calendar year. Uh, so we're pretty excited about the future. Uh, we got a pristine balance sheet and a full pipeline of acquisitions. Excellent. And, and, you, and you actually just had news out this morning. Uh, let, let me go ahead and pull, pull this press release up here on the screen. Uh, but, but title, Quip enters four new states with closing of strategic acquisitions. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about this deal and, and what it means for the company? Yeah, sure. So uh, these particular deals here in that uh, it really to build out our national footprint and that's what allowed us to enter four new states. Uh, they were smaller of size in that, but they do give us entry in those states and remove that barrier uh, of being able to accept commercial insurances. Uh, so we feel this is a great way to deploy our capital in order to build our national footprint out here as we're striving to become a, a national leader in respiratory care. And is the idea to continue the growth via acquisitions? Do you see a lot of the growth coming organically? Can you tell us a little bit about that composition going forward? Yeah, sure. So for the past two years and that on a full year basis in that, in 19, we had grown about 9.6%. We did have some headwinds with COVID, believe it or not, being in the respiratory care market and serving patients in their home and that we did get some headwinds, but we still were able to grow about eight and a half percent. This year to date in that uh, through March 31st and that we've already grown about 11%. Uh, you know, we've continued to see a good growth here in that going in uh, the, the quarter we just wrapped up. Uh, so we've always said we're gonna kind of grow around that 10% range in that. So we've been hitting that target. We do expect now that we're outside of the COVID environment with expanding our sales force in that, that we could exceed that. We're on pace to do it right now. Uh, you know, the balance is going to come from acquisitions. We operate in a very highly fragmented market. There's over six quote uh, mom and pop, so over 6,000 quote mom and pop type providers out there that could be acquired. Uh, so that's what we're really most excited about. And, and when you're looking at, at acquisition opportunities or, or you know, so, some of these mom and pop shops to take over, what, what are some of the characteristics that make up a good target? You know, what, what do you look for in those deals? Yeah, so uh, really depend, kind of our acquisition strategy really is three-tiered approach right now. And that's what we're looking at sub $5 million type companies to build our national footprint. So for those, we're really looking for insurance contracts. Do they have a good portfolio of insurance contracts that we can come in and capitalize and expand around that particular state? The second is uh, we look for heavy respiratory focused companies more in the five to $20 million range. Typically, they already have a good portfolio of insurance contracts but we look to build our uh, full line respiratory products off of uh, those particular acquisitions. And then with our pristine balance sheet in that we've currently got over $55 million worth of liquidity, uh, virtually no debt. We've got a convertible debenture for about 15 million Canadian that we fully expect that uh, will convert next year. Um, 
We've been looking at uh, more larger revenue size companies, more in the 30 to $60 million range in that, that we believe that we could potentially uh, be an active player for going into the future. Awesome. And, and you recently completed the NASDAQ listing. Uh, congratulations on that milestone. Thank you. Can, can, can you tell us a little bit about what went into that decision, what, what that enables for the company, uh, how that impacts how you think about the world looking forward? Yeah, so uh, maybe just to back up a little bit, the company was founded in 2010 and that uh, the uh, promoters at that time, I'll say, and that decided to uh, uh, take the stock uh, public in Canada it was a really good time for them. They were very successful in the capital markets. It was more of a financially engineered project as an easy way to explain it. Uh, and then they acquired some DME companies, but they really just lacked any integration or operation capabilities. That's where they had kind of came in to, uh, uh, to bring me in and that to do all of that, uh, I was able to put a team together and that we were able to do all the integration, create, create the platform that we have now. Uh, and we feel being US centric, uh, all of our operations are in the US that, that it was only natural to do a US listing. Uh, so we're pretty excited about it. We really feel like we're just starting to head towards first base in that with where we are with what we can do in the US capital markets and also on the acquisition front. All right. And from from an investor perspective, Greg, what what what's what should we be most excited for? What what's on the horizon? What catalyst should we be paying attention to? You know, what 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 should get us fired up for the future? Yeah, yeah. Our continued improved uh, financial performance. Now we've been very consistent over, over the past ten quarters or so, uh, with a very steady EBITDA margins in that uh, right at or above that twenty percent range. We've consistently had growth. We've consistently closed acquisitions. Uh, you know, so the two biggest things will be the continued organic growth and the acquisitions and then uh, layer on top of uh, the continued just overall financial performance and that within the business. Excellent. All right, Greg. Well, well, I appreciate you taking the time to come on to talk to us about Quip today. Um, you know, it, it's a ticker that that I, I think a lot of our viewers have not yet been familiar with. And so I'm glad we can bring them that exposure. We promise to always find interesting companies new companies, uh, and, and a lot of what you're doing is very impressive. So I appreciate you coming on with us today. Great. Thank you. We appreciate the opportunity. Tired of getting left behind on winning trades? Join Benzinga's free masterclass on July 24th to learn how to spot breakout trades before they skyrocket. Featuring live interactive lessons on how to trade meme stocks, read charts, identify trends, and so much more. To register for free, go to events.benzinga.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.